Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is Bayou Breakdown. We're joined, as always, by Jack Dearden. And Jack, how you doing? Brian, I'm good, thanks. Uh, not great. Just okay, actually. I think it's probably more <laughs> yeah. accurate. No, that's that's quite understandable. Obviously, we're going to be talking about the Saints' 27-21 loss against the New York Giants, the previously winless New York Giants. And it seems like we're going back and forth each game. With these Saints, right? It's one win, one loss, one win, one loss. Jack, what did you see during that game? Yeah, it's been back and forth, and it's just been like, it's been tough to watch because you don't know what version of the Saints you're going to get. Now <laughs> that it's been consistent like two weeks back to back, right? Um, I mean, I thought the Giants would be an easy victim, and it, they put up a good fight. You got to give credit to Daniel Jones, around for 400 yards. Um, Sean Payton effectively using Taysom Hill uh, quite often. Uh, in high leverage situations, uh, and Jameis didn't look really terrible. He didn't throw a pick. He threw for two twenty six, which is not pedestrian numbers, really. Um, but I mean, it's certainly not great. So I mean, I guess I, I have to say we just got outplayed. Uh, we got out big played, I would say, especially with like the Saquon fifty four yard touchdown, um, Daniel Jones overall being explosive. I mean, it's tough to contain. Yeah, I mean, I didn't even know John Ross was still in the league, let alone was going to catch a 52-yard touchdown in this game. That was surprising. And then, yeah, Daniel Jones is uh, hes very hit or miss. He's like the Saints this season. Like, he's up, he's <laughs> down. Like, there are games like this where I'm like, maybe he is, like, going to be, like, a star, but then there are other games where he plays badly. So what do you think, other than big plays, do you think it is mostly on the defense or on the offense for the Saints here? Um, you know, I think I think you have to blame the offense a little bit. 21 points isn't bad, but that's pretty middle of the road, especially against a Giants defense. I feel like if anybody's to blame on the Saints, it's probably the secondary. I think the run defense was great. I don't think I don't think there was a lot of large I mean, Saquon had a 54-yard bomb. It was a receiving touchdown, right? Like it wasn't like he rushed that. Um I think the secondary really just kind of let up, blew up a lot of coverages, left guys open, open enough at least for DJ to find them. Um, so uh, I think I'm probably going towards the D here, especially the secondary. I really can't blame the run D. Hmm. Yeah, no, I mean, obviously, Daniel Jones threw for 402 yards, so I would say yeah. uh, they struggled, to say the least. Um, <laughs> well, what are your thoughts here? So obviously... We got the good and bad of Taysom Hill, too. We got the full experience here. Uh, two <laughs> touchdowns. That's great, obviously. Um, but an interception. Um, what, like, why did Sean Payton insist on having Taysom Hill throw the ball here? We, we know I, <laughs> at this point he's a much better runner than thrower. I mean, you know, that's a good point. And I think I really want to think that Sean Payton will maybe like stop. I, I understand why they're forcing Taysom to pass. And that's because they need him to go in and not just run. Because whenever Taysom's in the game at that point, every opposing D is going to be like, okay, watch the watch the rush here, you know? So he's got to throw. Granted, he threw twice uh, or three times and two were completions. And the third was the pick. So it's like, I, I don't know, man. I understand what Peyton's trying to do and I guess kind of like the Saints you have to ride Taysom on his ups and downs I feel like with him honestly as a gimmick player there are definitely more ups than downs mm. yeah no I mean obviously those two touchdowns two out of the three touchdowns the Saints had right um going in so 
I mean, any other like thoughts you want to touch on for this game before we look ahead to Washington? You know, I it actually concerns me because it feels like we're able to beat good teams and we're not able to beat bad teams. So mm. I think we're going to Washington. Washington is, I don't really know if they know what their identity is yet, right? They have a kind of a new quarterback at the helm. Um, are they a rushing team? Are they a passing team? Uh, obviously, their defense is pretty decent. But, like, aside from that, I don't know if they really have an identity. Um, they do have Antonio Gibson, who's great. Uh, they have Terry McLaurin, who's great. Um, but I think it all really lies on the shoulders of what Tanner, Taylor Heineke is able to do. And I'm hoping that the Saints secondary and, and Rush D can put some pressure on him a little bit. Yeah, I mean, obviously, they got the 34-30 to win yesterday against the Falcons. Um, very dramatic game. game. Watch the end of that. Um, Taylor Heineke, I, I think he could be the future for, for Washington. Like, he's not bad um, at all. Obviously, he had three touchdowns. So that would be something to keep an eye on. We just talked about the Saints having trouble stopping the pass. <laughs> and between scary Terry McLaren, I think he's uh, taking that name. Uh, over and that, that hurts. Uh, yeah. that. <laughs> uh, I, I, I'm not the one who came out. I've heard other people start referring to him as scary, You're right. scary and I was like, okay, I guess that's his name now. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it could be could be trouble. Um, what do you think the Saints have to do to like change uh, the game for next week? What do you what do you think adjustments do they have to make to to get a W over against the uh, Washington Football Team? I think you're going to have to have your linebackers drop back in coverage a little bit more. I don't think there are a lot of pass-catching threats aside from really Terry McLaurin and Logan Thomas, who's probably going to be out this week. So I feel, I mean, overall, I feel honestly pretty good about this upcoming game. I just, my concern actually is less so Washington and more so internally with what Jameis can do. He isn't thrown for over, I think 226 was the most passing yards he's thrown this season. Um, But it's like... He's got to start balling out a little bit more. I know that's the last time I said that. I regretted it instantly. Um, and he's putting it up all over the place and getting picked off and having these errant throws. But anyway, I think I think it depends on what Jameis is going to be able to do. Um, hopefully, we can stop Heineke because I feel like as I hit his age, you know, there's growing pains, right? So I'm hoping that we're able to capitalize on those. Yeah, I mean, I think that uh, you're right. We gotta we gotta see Jameis be unleashed here. They've kind of been reeling him back, I feel like, to start off the season, maybe try to build his confidence up. But, I mean, the Saints, they can't be affording, you know, to lose to the Giants. They're going to be in, you know, for that last wild card spot, and they need to be picking up these wins against teams that they should be beating. So I definitely agree. They definitely should let Jameis be Jameis a little bit more. Maybe that leads to some turnovers, but hopefully it leads to some explosive plays. Hopefully. I mean, we've seen him do it before. He's thrown to Deontay Harris, and that looks like that was awesome. Um, but I, you're right, though. It's just he. We have to be able to get him in situations where he's able to do that and feel comfortable in doing that. Uh, absolutely. So, do you have a prediction for this Washington game? Oh man, I want to say we win. Yeah, uh, of course. And and to be honest, I do feel good about it. But I feel I felt good about every game so far this season. I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm going to go 28-17, New Orleans. All right, 28-17. I mean, hey, like we said, they've been up and down, so this should be the up, right? I hope. So, so yeah, we'll we'll see what happens. Do you have anything else to add before we get on out of here for this episode? No, I don't think so. All right, well, Jack, where can we find you online? 
Best place to find me online is at Jack underscore Tiernan on Twitter. I'll have NFL takes, NBA takes, and now that we're looking at some postseason baseball, probably some postseason baseball takes. Yeah, hopefully it lasts uh, longer than one game. we got a one-game playoff coming up for our uh, Red Sox. I mean, I say our Red Sox. I'm about a big pink hat this season is, <laughs> is humanly possible. But, hey, if they win, I will be watching, uh, you know, the playoffs. So. A lot of fun, a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, follow Jack on Twitter. You can follow me on Twitter at the fake Bmar. It's B-M-A-R-R. The channel's on Twitter at Wicked Good Sport or at WG Everything. Instagram, Wicked Good Everything. Twitch at twitch.tv slash Wicked Good Everything. And on TikTok, search Wicked Good Everything. Jack, thank you so much for your time. Thanks, Brian. And we'll see you all in the next one.